Welcome to the All Digital AM podcast. This episode originally aired as a video on the All Digital AM YouTube channel. Hi, everybody. Welcome. My name is Adam Penna, and I'm here to continue the conversation in 3D printing and additive manufacturing. And I'm very happy today to have Mary Hadley here from Maker Girl. Mary, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, I know you've been the CEO with Maker Girl since 2017. It's uh, Maker Girl is a nonprofit that has educated over 4,600 girls to pursue STEM fields. That's through 3D printing sessions in, in 28 states and now even virtually over three countries. So <laughs> that's exciting. Wow. Congratulations on that, that big spread and that breadth of uh, reach that you're getting there now. Yeah, we've been really excited about our virtual sessions and just how much we are able to reach beyond where we have our um, – like academies and places that we usually had in-person sessions going. So it's been really exciting for us. Yeah, I guess that's a big difference in, in uh, 2020. I know we, we've all been dealing with the pandemic and what that is equal to, especially in, in the 3D printing industry is doing a lot of things virtually. And I know a lot of other industries aren't able to do that. So um, it's um, I feel very lucky and fortunate to have that and to see things like that, like the virtual training sessions open up to people. And uh, it, it's a big switch. You know, a lot of people weren't nimble enough to switch over to that or weren't able to because of their industry. But uh, it, it's nice to see that because I know before you even did stuff like, didn't you have a touring bus and a van, like an educational van and stuff like that to, to bring out to the schools and do things like that? So um, that's great. In-person stuff can't go away, and it'll be back at some point. But in this interim, to be able to be nimble and to actually create classes and things virtually and go out there and work with people, that's had to be exciting and challenging at the same time. So how has that been over the last year for you? Yeah, so back in April, we just decided to try to put out anything we possibly could. So we started just doing recording videos of ourselves, doing smaller activities, just trying to put out anything that parents could use STEM-related um, during April and May. And then we decided that we really did want to launch some virtual live sessions so we could really connect with those girls um, through either Zoom or any other platform. Um, and so we launched in June our live virtual sessions, which was really exciting. Um, we got to work with a couple of our interns um, and have some of our college students be kind of right in the mix of creating that virtual curriculum and modifying our in-person sessions. So we were really just trying to figure out what did girls need during this time? Was it modifying our session time? We made it from two hours to one hour, uh, making sure that we still got them their 3D prints by doing it through mail instead of right in that room and watching it come to life. Um, so we just kind of modified our maker role journey and have been going forward with that since. Um, and we've seen a lot of success through um, working with different classrooms or different Girl Scout troops or libraries, as well as having those individual signups as well. Yeah, that's that's really good. I know that I've worked in the past also with the Girl Scouts on 3D printed projects actually to get some badges for something called the Helping Hands, which uh, was through Enable. And they went ahead and, uh, you know, uh, actually put together all of the orthopedic hands uh, that were printed. And it was a really interesting session because those young women were there actually asking questions that I don't even hear from sometimes college students. I mean, they were getting into everything from, you know, you know, what's the smallest angle I could have before I need supports and things like that. So, uh, you know, it's, it's really good to see this next generation taking things on early, but it's important also to, for them to have those resources because sometimes they're not in schools. Uh, they are in some schools, but not all schools. And, um, you know, that curriculum really uh, is kind of slowly seeping into the, the educational system. But it's important, you know, for things like Make a Girl to exist because obviously it helps, it helps the, the next generation kind of uh, see where they can go and how interesting it really is because there's so much creativity that goes into it. 
And I think a lot of times really that's the attraction is you can start to get creative and see what happens and see it actually fabricated before your eyes. And it's, it's, it's exciting right now to see that happen in, in the next generation. So uh, kudos to you for doing that. Yeah, we definitely have been really excited just to have um, introducing new themes. Each of our Maker Girl session has a theme that relates to an industry using 3D printing. And it's been really exciting just to have really obvious STEM themes like STEM in space or creating with chemistry um, and also having some maybe not as obvious STEM fields like passion for fashion or crystals and crowns and yeah. really just showing girls um, where STEM can be applied in all industries, especially with 3D printing and how creative, like you were saying, is um, and just kind of showing that creative creativity and analytical parts that kind of go into making like a 3D print or 3D design and then they get to receive it. So they get really excited that that gets to be brought to life to them. And also who doesn't love like a little package during this time as well? Yeah, yeah, that, that is a nice point. And it's good when you actually, like you're saying, get to see that. So sending that package out to them and receiving that, that's got to be a great feeling, you know, uh, you know, to actually see something that you've created and uh, get it as a, as a present in the a package in the mail during time, the holiday season. I'm sure that's a, a fun thing to do also. So, um, yeah, I know that like we, we've all been going through our, our challenges right now and it's very, it's, it's been very, uh, nice to kind of learn about people that are out there that are passionate about 3D printing and are working working with the, you know, the next generation, working out there in the industry to help improve things through education and training. And actually, you know, those two big topics I keep seeing pop up are both education and security, you know, security in the, in the bigger industry stuff, because people like to have like their intellectual property taken care of, of course, but also, you know, sharing their, um, all the data that, that goes around uh, that has to be shared. It, you know, there's a lot of things uh, that people are proprietary and they don't want to do. Um, but so there's a lot of security and education going on in the industry in general. The education side is across the board, you know, and it's, it's everything from educating the people that are on the the job to and educating the next generation that's coming up to even this you know the CEOs or the people that are running companies that haven't been working with 3D printing that need to know a little bit more about what's going on so that education is huge and you play a big role in that on the next generation side so that that has to be exciting I have a 12 year old daughter well she's not 12 yet she'll be 12 in a month but uh, and she goes to to school virtually right now she's actually behind the the wall right here uh, in class so um, it's exciting it's exciting to see you know uh, what they're going to do obviously the virtual is a different challenge and uh, it's 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 made me get more involved every day with schooling to to check what's going on and that's a good thing you know it's uh there's some of these changes are challenging for all of us but i gotta look at the the positives and 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 helping the next generation and helping my daughter you know here at home is huge and um so inside of all of that like the passions for for working with 3d printing how how did you actually become involved and what led you to the path of of working it with young adults and actually getting involved in maker girl yeah, so I started at the University of Illinois in Urbana-Champaign, um, where Maker Girl was founded by Lizzie and Julia. And we basically were looking for more people to hop on our second Maker Girl Goes Mobile bus tour, like you were talking about. Usually during each summer, we pack up all the 3D printers and take them around in a van in a trailer. Um, and they were looking for more people for the 2017 road trip. Um, and I was just really interested in 3D printing at the time, was really interested in getting more involved with Maker Girl. And so I kind of decided that I really wanted to go on this road trip. And even though my experience of 3D printing was like beginner level at best, um, I ended up helping teach like over 30 sessions. We taught over 500 girls that summer wow. how to 3D print. And then I was hooked because I was playing with 3D printers, fixing 3D printers, 
um, and watching all of these amazing prints come to life over the course of like four weeks. Um, so then I just wanted to keep getting involved. So I just kept um, staying involved during that um, and ended up then graduating um, in the May of 2019. Sorry, it's been, it seems like yeah, it's, it's been so heck long. Of um, and then starting full time um, with Maker Girl last July. Um, but I've been with the organization since 2017 on that road trip. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of great things obviously that happened there that brought you to the industry and brought you to 3D printing and actually sharing that with the, with the young adults here now coming up in this world. So I really like to see that and I like uh, to actually support what's going on. So I'm happy to be doing this with you today and I'm, I'm very glad you're here. I know it's the holiday season and we're all coming up uh, on uh, Christmas week. So there's a lot going on and uh, I appreciate your time. I know there's a lot of things happening with Maker Girl. I did see out there, there's, you talked about the virtual sessions that were going on and how you were offering even uh, special packages to get people involved that maybe couldn't get involved before. And uh, that's very important. So how have those been going? How have the virtual sessions been going? And uh, what are some of the challenges that, that you've overcome? Yeah, I would say the biggest challenge that we saw this fall versus in the summer is that this summer we just had so many girls signing up. We had girls signing up for almost 10 sessions or more during our summer sessions because they had the time to do so and they weren't kind of battling with virtual learning at the same time. Yeah. Um, they had that break. So this was their virtual learning that they decided to carve into their schedule. Um, this fall, we did see some challenges in September and October that was they really didn't want to have after school programming also be virtual um, or they were spending like too much time with trying to transition to maybe um, more than just a hybrid that they had in April and May of like the spring um, and were being really delicate with what they chose to do after school. So we were seeing just less um, sign up. So we decided that when we talked to parents, it was that they really students wanted to be and if they were doing virtual, they wanted to know the other kids on the call already. So we were like, oh, what can we do with that? Let's work with libraries where maybe you're already in a group at that library and then all of your friends are going to be on this call that you've already oh, cool. met probably in person. Same thing with Girl Scout troops. You probably did meetings beforehand with your Girl Scout troops. And then we started even working now with teachers once the kind of the overwhelming of again, September and October started to calm down. We were like, hey, we have these awesome lessons. We're happy to jump in um, and show anyone in the classroom um, kind of about 3D printing as well. So that kind of became um, a better avenue for us. Um, we still host our individual sessions, but we started to realize that maybe just having these group sessions would be better, not only for like the students, so they feel more comfortable on that call as well. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I know that's it's been a hard thing for people to do, obviously, to get nimble on working with the virtual sessions. And uh, I think that's actually a strength in our industry because it does make sense. And there are things that you could do to to pick up that slack and actually get things taken care of. So awesome that you're doing that. I think there's a lot of great things actually coming up for, for Maker Girl that haven't been done yet. And we have a new year coming up. And so, I mean, what are some of the goals for the future with Maker Girl now? Yeah, so we actually have been in the works for launching our level two programming. So this would be um, multiple week long programming. So we kind of were looking back kind of at that sense of community. What could we build out of that, especially what can we build virtually during this time? And that was the next level. So our sessions that we offer right now, we're going to call like our level one. It's like our intro to 3D printing. You kind of learn a little bit about it. Um, and then for level two, we want to have kind of uh, like a progression of a project. So for every 
um, we're looking at like four to five weeks of this program that they can really build off the skills that they learned in level one. Um, like I said, we've had girls who have gone to 10, maybe 15, even one girl who's gone to 43 sessions. Wow. So definitely know that she wants something get, like get her on the, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's <laughs> the, the, the next hire, uh, right there. She's yeah, ready to exactly. go. That's awesome. <laughs> she's so excited. So we know that there's other girls that are in our program that are like, Hey, I've done all 20 of your sessions. Maybe I've even done them twice. And now I want something oh, wow. new and exciting. So um, we're, that's what we're launching in February, which we're really, really, really excited about um, and can't wait to see kind of how that progresses um, also into in-person down the line. But also right now, we really love to offer it virtually so we can offer it to anyone um, around the country. Yeah. So, uh, you know, obviously it, it's all comes down to the end product, you know, with what somebody is producing on the 3D printers. So what are some of the things that you've seen? Can you talk about some of the neat things that these girls have been actually printing out? Yeah. So I think one that I just like think about from this summer was someone built like the Statue of Liberty and it was really great. It was just with a bunch of different shapes that she put together. It was very cute. Um, It printed really well. So I always get really excited when something prints really well and it looks just like their design. Um, I think something else that really excited me recently that I printed out was someone built, um, we were doing Passion for Fashion and they built like a fashion model doll. Um, Mm. And that was really exciting because they were just excited to have it either be on their like countertop just so they could like either put their doll clothes on it and kind of dress it up as well. Um, so it's been fun when they build accessories for their other toys or they build like things that they could then go kind of add to their um, either like I was saying, other toys or things to also play with besides just something that's just sitting on their dresser or anything like that as well. It's been really exciting for them to kind of add it in or see where what they were missing and their kind of like um, things this uh, summer and fall and add to it. No, and that makes sense. I mean, that's really creative. A lot of things that they're already doing. You know, I have a daughter who actually is a seamstress. She's an amazing, she's been sewing for three years and really loves it. Actually started doing it herself and was interested in doing it herself. My grandmother is a, is a, it was a big, uh, seamstress. So, uh, it, it was awesome to see her take that on and she's done some amazing things, but you just hit the nail on the head. I think she would be really interested in printing like a small, figure something like that that she could put clothes on because she draws those figures that's what the first thing what she did when as a kid was draw a figure and then start dressing the figure you know oh, so she's yeah. always been into like clothing and style and she always has her little outline of figure and then adds her different style to it so i could see her really interested in printing something out that she could then dress up and actually test out some of her designs on so uh really cool to think about that the different imaginations that that the youth has and coming up and doing things and I think it's, um, you know, growing up, I didn't see things until high school, you know, that, that are in the 3D printing industry. And now I think she had a 3D printer, 3D printer in her first grade class. So, it's, so cool. <laughs> it's just like, wow. Uh, I'm, I, I can't imagine how things are going to be, you know, 10, 20 years from now with all these children becoming grownups and getting out there in the industry. And, and, uh, that's the one thing that's, I think, um, very attractive right now is, is having that, that, uh, the, the women's presence in the industry, you know, and having someone to look up and manufacturing that you can kind of uh, be a mentor to of and, and actually bring into the industry. I think that's important, you know, somebody to reflect off of and actually share things and work with. So make a girl does that, you know, that they actually come in as, as a bit of a mentor inside of 3d printing to show them what, what's so cool about it, you know, and um, that's important. So uh, kudos to the great work you've been doing. I know, is there any upcoming industry events that you're doing or anything after the holidays going into the new year? Um, 
right now we're really focusing on our pilot. So nothing like too crazy besides that. We're going to pilot this um, level two curriculum in January, and then we're going to have that big launch in February that we're really excited about. All right. So we're right up against that. That'll be awesome to see all that happen. So yeah, I know that there's a lot of great things. Even next month, we have the type conference coming up, the technology industry, people in economics. They've done a lot of things now. They've actually added a youth track inside of technology industry, people in economics, now youth. So that's actually looking at the next generation of young women coming up. And so I know that there's a lot of different people working together. Yeah, for their Women 3D Printing Next Gen, I've been helping like advise over some of these um, events that they're trying to launch with student-facing oh, cool. events and also with teacher-facing events. So just trying to help out with some of the teacher-facing events and then give my kind of advice on some of this curriculum that they're trying to create since they're trying to create some curriculum for high school students. And while Maker yeah. Girl is kind of focusing on that 7 to 10-year-old range, um, I really wanted to help out in any way I can. So it's been really interesting to work with um, that group of women and men um, kind of launching this next-gen project. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a wonderful conversation with Nora discussing that. So it's 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 great to see you guys together working on this stuff. And I know there's a lot of good stuff to come up. Well, I know, uh, you know, it's been awesome having you, Mary. Is there anything else that you'd like to talk about before we let you go? Yeah, I just wanted to say that Maker Girl is on a mission to educate 10,000 girls by 2023. We're almost halfway there. Like we said, 4,600 girls. So we're really excited. Hopefully we're going to hit that mark really soon. Yeah, well, that's a actual, you know, mission to have there because it's important. It's important to actually educate these young children that are coming up. And I can't wait to see what happens from it. So thank you for being here, Mary. It's been wonderful to have you. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing more from you in the future. Yes, thank you. This was so fun. Thank you for listening to the All Digital Additive Manufacturing Podcast. If you would like to help support and be part of our community, take action and smash subscribe, press follow, comment below, or leave a review. And don't forget to share. Thanks for continuing the conversation. This is Adam Penna signing off. See you soon.